Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today's program is brought to you by the Dairy Farm Families of Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Did you know that today Wisconsin produces more than 600 varieties, types, and styles of American, international style, and original cheese that win more awards than any other state or country? To learn more, visit eatwisconsincheese.com. This is Michael Harlan Turkel, host of The Food Scene. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Deadspin.com. And my guest today is Freddie Hernandez. Welcome back, Freddie. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, Freddie writes about buying and selling cool cars on the internet for Jalopnik, under the pen name Tavarish. Loyal listeners will remember Freddie from season one when he told us what to do if and when a pound of butter melts on our car seat. Hopefully yeah. that hopefully you get, that's you get a new car seat. That's you get a new car seat what's <laughs> the answer, unfortunately. Hopefully that won't happen too, though it has happened to at least two of my readers that I know of. Hmm. Um, and today he is back once again to help me out with some more listener questions about car interior messes. Sure. We're gonna get pretty gnarly. Yeah, let's let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's get gnarly. Um, the first question is probably the most common car mess question I get. Okay. And I bet people can already guess what it is. <laughs> it has to do with one of my favorite subjects, barf. Oh, okay. Yeah, all car right. sickness, right? <laughs> so people get car sick for all kinds of reasons. Mm-hmm. They get car sick just because they get motion sickness mm-hmm. uh i actually i get i get bad motion sick not to the point that i ha- actually have to throw up but i get nausea and i and i'm a huge dork who carries c-bands in my pocketbook at all times so in the event that i get into a car or even like a city bus right and i start getting the do, do those actually work? Because my wife also gets car sick sometimes. And uh, she used to get it a lot worse when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. But now it's just every, you know, once in a blue moon. Yep. But she has these bands. And uh, we, we frequently go on cruises. And, you know, with the yep. rocking of the boat, she puts these things on. And it seems to me like it's a placebo effect. But it has some kind of, 
healing quality. So yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what the science behind that is. Yeah, no, they um, they do work. They mm-hmm. do work. I really, I really, really swear by them. Um, and I'll tell you, actually, years and years ago, a friend of mine um, was was pre- pregnant and was experiencing pretty bad uh, pregnancy nausea and morning sickness because it happened all the time. Um, so I was with her and she was complaining about this. And I said, you know, you should try the C-bands um, because they're also recommended for pregnancy-induced nausea. And, I, and I'd handed her, I had right. a thing in my bag and I was like, here, just take mine. I'll go to the drugstore and buy a new set. They cost $2. It's no big deal. So yeah. I, can, I can give you this. And she said they really worked for her with the pregnancy nausea. So but what I, is it? Were, is it just so, a, like a, like a rubber band with like a little... Stone in it or something. So the way that it works, it is. It's sort of like a sweatband, and it's got a little piece of of plastic, like a little plastic nub on it. And you you put the piece of plastic on a very specific point on your wrist. And what it does is it there's some pulse point regulation Mm -hmm. that the pressure from the nub creates Mm -hmm. that cures the nausea. It really, they really, really work. And I do not think it's a placebo effect. I really, so, truly don't. So if somebody was like a double amputee and didn't have any arms, would they? Freddie, <laughs> I'm just let's saying. Not, let's not get crazy here. We're, we, we've already gone so far. <laughs> if we're far being afield. scientific about it, let's, let's, uh, we have to have a control. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, go ask Gizmodo. All right? Okay. That's, I'm passing the buck to Gizmodo. Right. I don't, do I don't know anything more than they actually work. So anyway, let's get back to, to sure, sure, barf, sure. barfing and car. So I get lots of barfing in car questions because i get just the people who have you know run-of-the-mill car sickness type stuff Mm -hmm. i get certainly i hear from a lot of people who have kids you know kids barf in cars constantly right (laughs) i think i think that's all they do well they do some other other things that are equally yeah they put crayons in the seats and yeah Yeah, they leave legos on the floor for us to step on okay yeah Um, that's that's great you know all, all kinds of all kinds of terrible things um so then the other, the big one, mm-hmm. right, uh, is that people are overserved, yes. as I like to say. Sure. They get in the car, hopefully not behind the wheel. No, definitely not. Do not, not. drive drunk, people. Um, <laughs> it's like a, it's just, I'm going to get serious here for a second. It's very, very personal. I mean, my life has been terribly affected by drunk driving. So do not drive drunk, people. Your face just changed. Yeah, like, it did. Yeah, right it there. really, it, I, my life was very terribly <laughs> affected by a drunk driver. So, um uh, these are the kinds of questions I hear all the time. Puke and car. So we have a great puke and car question today. Uh, Freddie actually is, um, he, he has some doubts about this person's story. So I'm going to get right to it. I'm going to sure. read the question from Casey. I'm going to have Freddie who has our car expert, um, mostly do my job for me and, and tell Casey what to do <laughs> about this, this car. Cause it's, a, it's like kind of a weird question. So Casey writes, hi, Jolie. The other day, I was riding in a car when I developed a terrible migraine. I tried to warn the driver, but there was nowhere for her to pull over, and I ended up puking all over myself and the interior of her new car. Hmm. I took her car, a 2015 Honda CRV with cloth, cloth interior, right? It's okay. always, always cloth interior. Yes, yeah, yes, it has to be. Uh, <laughs> to a detail shop the next day, but they refused to shampoo the ceiling. They said it was too likely that the ceiling fabric will start to fall down in the future. They agreed to wipe the ceiling down, but because I did the classic hand-over-mouth maneuver, the ceiling got the worst of the blowback. Okay. Wiping down alone didn't begin to cut it. 
So she she continues. So is this really a thing? Or were the details be, detailers being overcautious? If shampooing really is a no-no, is there anything else I could try? There must be some way to get puke off a car ceiling without having the fabric fall down, right? At the very least, I'd like to be able to give the car owner some options along with a realistic idea of the risks. Okay. Uh, first off, I mean, the story is... Uh, it, it's well-crafted. I don't know if I buy the migraine angle. Sure, she could be like a really big water drinker, but more likely if you're projectile vomiting and you hit your hand and it hits it in such an angle that it goes up and on the headliner and it soaks the headliner, probably some drinking involved. But again, I'm not going to cast judgment. I don't know this person. Uh, could be just a huge water drinker. Maybe she had like, you know, a half gallon of Sunny D. But here's the thing. What, right, so this my Ask Me Clean person's been around for almost five years now. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the, the title of my book alone should tell you what kinds of questions I get oh, yeah. and what kinds of questions I run. If she had been drinking, mm-hmm. she would have just said so. Because it's not like, it's not like sure. my column is a judgment-free zone. Mm. My podcast is judgment-free to the, to the extent that I can control my guest. Freddie is out of control. He's <laughs> casting judgment on my, my poor listeners and readers. It's terrible. I apologize to all of you. It's so mean. Okay. Um, benefit but so of, what, so, yeah, so, that, doubt, right? so I just think for that reason, I just don't think she and sure. has, a, has a reason to lie. Point taken and giving her the benefit of the doubt, okay. let's just say that she... Either way, it happens. There's, no liqui- there's a lot of liquid involved. It yeah. wasn't Campbell's Chunky Soup, right? <laughs> <laughs> the reason why you can't clean a headliner uh if you go to a detail shop and they go we can't clean it is because a headliner especially on the crv it's going to be a cardboard backing or some kind of uh like a uh well cardboard like material with uh, a glue layer and then a fabric layer okay if you have like a cardboard box and then you soak it in water or you soak it in anything there's no way you can get anything out of that cardboard box like you you can't clean that cardboard box to, to its original you know specs so it's cardboard. Yeah, it's cardboard. So you're not you're not getting that out. The fabric you can probably get out with like a steam cleaner and a microfiber towel uh, over it, and then you can agitate it a little bit. But uh, if it gets past that layer of glue and um, you know gets into the cardboard, you're never getting it out. Right. And headliners, we should we should say because I think a lot of people don't spend a lot of time thinking about the headliners on a car. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very thin material. It, it's very thin material, and also since. Odors tend to go up. They absorb everything. So all the the little indiscretions that you might have, you know, on a long road trip, uh, you know, little little farts here and there, <laughs> that all goes, you know, into the headliner if it doesn't go directly into the seat. Right. right. So those things, uh, they're they're super absorbent usually, but they're not made to handle a large load of liquid or whatever. Right. So what I would suggest is. I actually looked this up. It's a 2015 TRV. The 2012 to 2015, they're identical. Okay. So you can get a headliner off of eBay for about 150 to 200 bucks. Okay. Uh, which is around the same amount of money that you would pay for a good detailing. Okay. It's pretty easy to take off. It, with the CRV, you just pop the uh, the back uh, hatch, I guess it would, it would be, and you just remove some bolts. And it slides right out. You put the new one in. Any shop can do it. It's pretty straightforward. I mean, I I feel like I could do that. Yeah, you could definitely do it. I mean, if you have a screwdriver, maybe like a, a small socket wrench with like a 10 millimeter socket, you'll be fine. You're good to go. Yeah, you're good to go. Okay. All right. So, Casey, we hope that's helpful. I, I think that that is very helpful. I think that's a, that's a concrete answer. It gives the dollar amount that this is going to cost to fix. Right. Uh, it's not actually going to be that much more than you would have paid to 
actually have the car cleaned. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that is is very helpful to Casey. Um, we have because I was going to be a, a fast answer, and I sort of knew it. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna spring a question on Freddie. Sure. This is always fun. Let's see how good he really is. Because he had time to prepare for that one. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not I giving him... I had several him... weeks and I did, uh, I did 40 hours of research. <laughs> I'm not giving him very much time to prepare for this one because this question mm-hmm. came in via Twitter okay. while I was on the subway to head out to the studio this morning. What's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle? Yeah. What's is... the Twitter handle that people can reach at? Uh, at Jolie Care. Okay. J-O-L-I-E. Mm-hmm. K-E-R-R, at Jolie Care. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for asking that. Yes. Ever follow me on Twitter. I actually, I'm very diligent about answering questions that people ask of me on Twitter. Um, oftentimes, I'm, I just sort of shoot a link over because it's something I've written about before. But, but right. people find it uh, sort of a helpful way. I tend to get a lot of like panicked mm-hmm. tweets, which is, this one is a <laughs> panicked tweet. So you're, you're just, <laughs> it's a day in, the, day in the life of Jolie right now. So, uh, at Glib Girl tweeted at me a l- less than an hour ago, literally. Uh, she tweets, at Jolie Care, 911! <laughs> Exclamation point. It's like a That's beeper so in the 90s. 911, yeah. <laughs> call back <laughs> now. <laughs> Got any ideas to get skunk smell out of car? My uncle trapped one from our yard and drove it out to the woods, and ew. Well, okay. Um, so I have some ideas, yeah. but I but I bet Freddie also has some ideas. I think I think I suspect this is going to be a collaboration effort. Yeah, I mean, part. you can bounce ideas off each other. Yeah. Um, first off, I want to say uh, kudos to the uncle for for doing the humane thing. I actually I'm thinking about it now, and I don't see any other way that you could take a skunk out of your vicinity without you know being unnecessarily cruel to it. And if you're just getting away with it with just having a stinky car, I think, you know, it's uh, I think it's good on you. But to get a skunk smell out of a car, it depends on, you know, if the skunk was scared and it was spraying everything, again, that's liquid. So it's going to be really hard to get that out of uh, cloth surfaces. You can use a steam cleaner. You can use like a deep, uh, like a carpet shampooer. Mm-hmm. And those like your little green machine yeah, the, that yeah, you love. Yeah, the little green machine yeah. works, works well. Uh, you'll need some... some uh, concentrated carpet shampoo you right. don't usually want to dilute it like three times uh, or, or four, four parts water to one part uh, carpet shampoo but this you might want to do two parts or something just a little bit more diluted not diluted uh, concentrated right and that will get all the stains and uh, get all the the odors out of you know all the uh, cloth surfaces mm-hmm. to get the odor out of the air well because uh, i assume that there's gonna be odor in the you know the vents and, and stuff like that um, oh God! Yeah, there's. Odor. I didn't even think about the vents. Yeah, the vents. Oof. Yeah, that's the that's a little. Uh, don't, guys, <laughs> nobody talks about that, right? Guys, don't don't put a skunk in the car, okay? Don't I, put a skunk in a car. Um, I don't I don't know what the answer is for what to do with the skunk, and I'm not catapult. advocating catapult. I'm not, yeah, catapult <laughs> skunk. Don't do that. Please, yeah. Don't get the animal lovers after me. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is that one should do with the skunk, but I do know that putting it in the car is not the answer. Maybe I'll I'll try to figure out what to what to do. Yeah, I, that's actually a logistical nightmare. Yeah, yeah but I'm gonna uh, look into this and try to do a do a follow up. But in any case, you can. There's stuff that you can do like a home remedy to get odors out. You could put a bunch of uh, cut lemons in a bowl and just leave it overnight. That usually 
picks up some uh, some of the odors. Right. Because the, the, the acid in citrus mm-hmm. will, will counteract the odor. Right, right. Which is so, base. Right. You know, so, um, so anyway, I actually, I want to I throw in, so here's where my expertise comes in. Sure. The, the citrus is going to be not strong enough. Um, get an odor absorber like the Bad Air Sponge or mm-hmm. like one of the Interfresh uh, activated charcoal products that I mention often. The um, Interfresh products, they, make, they actually make a car uh, auto odor eliminator. The products are they're really all the same. They're just sort of marketed for different uses. Um, and as a reminder, if you do want to buy those Interfresh products, you can get a 20% discount at checkout using the code Jolie Clean Person, all one word. Um, yeah, that's a very handy little thing to know. But the batter sponge is also another good one. You can just set that in the car, um, you know, overnight. It may it may take because skunk is so. It's uh, going to take a little while. It yeah. may take. You may have to leave the sponge in there for a while, but that's fine because it's a you know low low touch mm-hmm. um, solution. Yes. The other thing is the when you were talking about the carpet shampoo. Mm-hmm. I have another suggestion of a solution that could be used sure. in lieu of the standard carpet shampoo that would be perfectly fine. It would be very safe. Um, there, Nature's Miracle, which... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Keen-eared listeners will remember me mentioning often when I talk about pet messes and also just generally like pukey messes because um, <laughs> it's enzymatic based uh nature's miracle makes a skunk odor eliminator that's just very specific for a skunk odor wow. so you could certainly go buy that mm-hmm. um you know unfortunately the the like folk remedy of tomato juice Right, that's how what you wash the dog in when the dog gets sprayed. It's not yeah. going to work for this because it's going to stain. Yeah, you can't wash the car in, in tomato juice. Then you're going to have a car smell like skunk and tomato juice. And, yeah, and looking like tomato juice. So, yeah. uh, so but there are liquid products out there that are not tomato juice that are specifically for skunk odor eliminating. So I think that's what the uh, uncle has to do here. I think he's got to get some of that Nature's Miracle stuff, put it into the the little steamer or the little green machine or whatever it is that they can get their hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, clean all of the fabric surfaces and then then work on either one of those activated charcoal or bad air sponge type things sure. for sucking the odor out of the rest I of the I wish car. I knew this when I was 19 because I was driving my mom's car and out of nowhere a skunk just ran into the middle of the road and I swerved to avoid him but he went right under my right front tire. And <laughs> that skunk had a death wish. It, yeah, it just it just wanted to die. Apparently it blew up or something. It was just disgusting. Oof. And my mom's car smelled like skunk for no less than a month. Oh, you know, no. and, and oh, I had God. no. I went to car washes, like everything is just skunk nastiness it's underneath a, the car. It's a very difficult odor. It's a very. Why would nature odor. do this? <laughs> Why would you do this, Mother Nature? You're very, supposed to be our friend. A, cru- <laughs> a cruel and, to me at least, hilarious sense of humor. I think she's an the, uncaring mistress. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> hey, listen, Freddie. This is a good time for us to take a quick break, and sure. then we will come back uh, with another question about car cleanup 
This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. We will be right back. Still paying attention? Are you there? Hello, 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 hello. I'm talking to you. Hi. Hey, this is Jack Inslee. I'm the executive producer here at Heritage Radio Network. I've been here at the station since 2009, and I cannot believe just how much this network has grown over that time. We've been able to grow because of donations from people like you. So if you're enjoying this, if you laughed, if you learned something, contribute anything a dollar two dollars ten dollars a hundred dollars a thousand dollars anything counts and trust me we'll appreciate seeing your name come through on the donations so consider visiting heritageradionetwork.org click on that little beating heart the donate button and show us you care thanks for listening i hope you enjoy the rest of the show Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr. My guest today is Jalopnik Spready Hernandez. Hello. We've been talking about car messes. Yep. As we do. Yeah. 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 This is like, it's like the, the middle of our personal Venn diagram, right? <laughs> You're the car guy. Well, everyone I'm the de- mess gal. Everyone deals with messes and everyone probably deals with a car at some point in their life. Right. Unless you're me. Yeah. Who does not. Well, deal unless, with cars. unless you live in New York, in which nobody deals with cars. Right. But, but for, the, cars. for the 99% of the world, they usually deal with a car in, you know, in some shape or form. Most of them do, yeah. Yes. Yeah, indeed. Um, so, speaking of, of not, not dealing with cars, this actually. So, I, yeah, I live in New York now, but I lived in. I grew up in Boston. I didn't deal with cars there either, which okay. is. Listen, if you can avoid dealing with a car in Boston. Yeah. You should. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think everybody knows. Oh, yeah. Uh, which leads us perfectly into question two from Brian, who's from Boston. Okay. Uh, and this is like, this is a wicked Boston question, too. I love it. I love, love, love it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say wicked a whole bunch in the second segment. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, all right. So here goes Brian. Apparently, all the hard accelerating, braking, and turning that's required for navigating roads in and around Boston busted the cap on the jug of windshield wiper fluid I had in my trunk. Okay. The cap popped off and the seal broke and proceeded to empty at least three quarters of the jug all over the back of my golf, which also seeped into the back seats. You can see a line of demarcation for how far it migrated into the seats. But cloth seats again, always, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, and then he continues, because Rain-X is supposed to be a bit waterphobic, how do I clean it up and get rid of the headache-inducing smell from my car? Okay, um, it's, it, that's an interesting question. Uh, Brian, is it? Brian. Yeah, uh, Brian, you're my kind of guy, because uh, the hard accelerating, hard braking <laughs> that you have to do in Boston, I'm sure it's, uh, t- it takes a toll. But have, Freddie, have you ever driven Boston? Uh, no, I have not. All right. I've been up around like the Rhode Island area, but I, I don't think I've ever. Uh, I took the train from Rhode Island to Boston, and that's as much as I have been in Here, that city. Here's a here's a free idea for Jalopnik for one of your your great video series. So hey, you guys, Jalopnik does a really great video series. They just are like, yeah, so, they're doing, they're doing so tremendous it's yeah. amazing. So you should you should check those out. Um, so you should have someone fi- filming you trying to 
drive in Boston. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just feel like it would be <laughs> hilarious to see someone, like a, fir- a, a, dri- a person who's an expert driver. Yeah. Being, being and then, uh, then you, can, you can race them against someone who's on foot. <laughs> yeah, being challenged uh, by the streets in Boston. So anyway, yeah. Sure. Uh, so Brian's issue is that he has Rain-X all over his back seat. Rain-X is, uh, there's water and then there's like this, uh, this chemical, it's polymer-based. What you have to do to break apart that polymer is um, just with, with anything, just heat. So what I would do is a low water um, steam cleaner. Okay. Like, um, I think Bissell sells one. Uh, I, I remember I bought one, either Bissell or Wagner. It's about 80, 85 bucks. Okay. And it does really, you know, it, it uses a small amount of uh, water. And it's great for stuff like this. It's great for cloth interior. Usually for Rain-X, there is water in it, so the water in your seat, you're not going to have to worry about it. It's just that polymer, and that's, that's what makes that stench. Mm-hmm. So just hit it with uh, like a microfiber towel. There's an attachment that comes with that steam cleaner, and you put a microfiber towel over it, agitate it a little bit, just like uh, what we had with the headliner. Okay. You know, the theoretical solution to that problem if, you know, it wasn't complete, you know, liquid nonsense. So what he has to do is just uh, agitate it with uh, a steam cleaner. He'll get most of it out, if not all of it. Okay. Uh, and then maybe a, a degreaser or, or just something to, to to break that up because, again, it's polymer-based. It's not that it's water-phobic. It's that um, the way Rain-X works, it creates a layer with the glass itself. So, oh, okay. So yeah, it works with the glass to, to beat up on the glass. So uh, that's why the water kind of... Uh, it's like if you put an oil slick on your windshield, you know, water's not going to, water's not going to, it's just going to beat up. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to beat up. Okay. So yeah, I'd just use a Wagner or Bissell steam cleaner. Okay. They're cheap. Yeah. All right. That's it. And you didn't have to replace a seat, which has been your your answer for basically everything else. Like just replace it. Well, usually it's, but no, it's good that you say that. Cause here's the thing. I mean, I'll tell you that my natural instinct when people send these questions in is not replace it. But actually, what I've learned from you, from mm-hmm. having you here today and having you on last season, and just from talking to you, because I, I, you know, I use Freddie as a resource because um, he's great at what he does and he's incredibly knowledgeable, um, is that actually oftentimes the instinct should be, should I, repl- should I replace this before, should I clean this? Yes. Because um, oftentimes the replacement part is less expensive than you anticipate. Well, the, with, yeah. the reinstallation is easier and, and the whole thing is going to cost cost you less in terms of both time and money mm-hmm. to just replace the darn thing rather than fussing when trying to clean it and find the right way and spending hours and spending lots of money. Honestly, with the golf that Brian has... The Golf is an incredibly cheaply made car, and I don't say that bat in in a you know in jest or anything. I actually have a Jetta, and the the parts are really easy to come by. Mm-hmm. If you if you wanted to get a, a whole new back seat, you can do it for less than a hundred bucks. It comes oh, wow. out it comes out with a screwdriver and a socket wrench. Wow, it's super easy. You can get it out in five minutes if you wanted to. That's great. I mean, the thing is, I just I wouldn't have known before before you entered my life how inexpensive it is to replace car seats i mean i hear that it, and i think well, oh it my. depends on the car if, well, it, yes, if it's like, like a, always you know, a bentley continental it's like all right you might want to clean it first <laughs> listen if you have a bentley continental you got a class seat i have talked to you about a whole lot of other life choices you've made. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so listen we actually have these these were like these were really good questions yeah and the and the fact that the 
answers were short is not an indication at all that they weren't great questions. It's just that actually the fix is blessedly easy. Yeah, the solutions are quite easy. Which is great. Uh, yeah. So we have, a, we have a little bit more time. Um, we are, I mean, it's still quite unseasonably warm here in New York. Yeah. I'm in sandals and short sleeves today. It's weird, but but I'm winter. I'm waiting for that crossover until but, it goes from sixty to twenty. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. So you know, winter is coming in New York and Westeros. Oh, uh, and so, <laughs> <laughs> is that a new borough? I, <laughs> um, so I I think I it's it's well worth asking you a couple questions just about what products do you like. Um, for you know, win- winterizing a car, mm-hmm. what what sort of thing? What do you keep in your trunk? Well, what I keep in my trunk, um, it's a little bit different than what other people would keep in their trunk. I keep, uh, I drive a Mercedes S five hundred every day. It's it's a cheap. I bought it for three thousand dollars and uh, kind of just fixed it up as uh, as I used it. But I keep a uh, aluminum jack, an aluminum racing jack, because the uh, the stock scissor jack, you know, if you have a puncture or, a, you know, like a tire blowout, the stock scissor jack that you use in any car, those are just bad. They're really, really bad. They can, um, they can collapse under pressure. If the car is on an angle, they can fall. So I just got an aluminum racing jack from Harbor Freight. It was like 80 bucks. Um, I have a stash of fluids so i have a quart of oil a quart of transmission fluid just in case you never know what might happen okay uh i have some cleaning products uh just some interior detail spray tell me what they are give me names okay well i have mcguire's i I can't i can't remember everything i know i know the on the exterior i have mcguire's uh, m105 which is like a deep cut that's if i have you know i park in a lot of places so sometimes you get scuff marks and some people don't leave a note so I have Meguiar's M105 and a microfiber towel, and you just uh, get some M105 on there. It's very, it's it's a like a deep cut abrasive, okay, and it's like a rubbing compound. So you you can take out any scuffs, and I also have Meguiar's M205, which is like a finishing polish, okay. So it'll make it look brand new if you just this hit it with those. Fascinating, spirits. yeah. I've I've never even heard of these things. Yeah, uh, they're actually pretty expensive. Just a, I think a quart is like thirty two bucks. Oh wow, that is expensive. Yeah, but it's but it's I, it's like the best in the industry. It's it's what I recommend. Um, there's also I have a colonite eight forty five wax, uh, which has to be heated. Like you have to run it under a, a faucet for like uh, five minutes in order for it to gel correctly. But it's one of the best waxes you can have. Okay. As far as winterizing your car, I would suggest putting a coat of wax on it, like cleaning it well, putting a coat of wax on it just so if there's rain or, you know, some kind of stuff that falls on your car during the fall or winter, uh, that wax will have just that extra level of protection. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another thing about winterizing your car is you want to work on the the, the mechanicals, the coolant, make sure your coolant isn't too old. A lot of people think that coolant is just something that nobody ever changes. So if it's been, you know, two years or something since your last coolant flush, get it flushed. The glycol in the coolant, it's, um, it's glycol based. It tends to wear down over time and then when it separates from the water the water can get in the metal components and start corroding things in the engine and that's when you get bad things happening okay yeah Yeah, we don't want bad things happening no no um what else the the main thing that i can tell you about having a car ready for the winter or any kind of inclement weather get snow tires get winter tires if you need an extra set of wheels get an extra set of wheels they don't have to look great you know just something that'll last you through the winter but snow tires are way better it doesn't matter if your car is all-wheel drive front-wheel drive rear-wheel drive snow tires will make all the difference okay so get an extra set of tires for for the uh, the winter okay 
This yeah. is great. This yeah. is this is so so helpful. Um, I'm glad we had time for that because I I think we <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I learned a lot. I mean, well, I'm not going to yell on the car. I'm not going to use any of it. But I think it's really interesting. We um, can get you a car. And you know, car. Listen, I mean, listen. Car car safety is definitely important to me. Um, as you may have already gleaned. Yes. And and you know, I'm from Boston, so I, listen. Last winter. Oh yeah. That, yeah. I, you know, my friends and family. I was like, are. Are you, are you guys going to be okay? Especially those can in Boston. Stay get out snow of the tires. car. Yes. Can you stay out of the car? You have snow tires all year round in Boston. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Oh, Boston. I love you. You're, you're a tricky little lady, but I love you. <laughs> uh, so listen, on that note, we um, are ready to wrap up. This sure. was a great, tight little episode. I love it. I love yeah. it when that happens. Um, so a big thank you to my guest today. Thank you. Freddie Hernandez of Jalopnik. Uh, yes. Always a pleasure to have you. Hope to have you come back. Sure. Anytime. Um, yeah, we're a good team. People, people, I, we got a lot of comments after the last one. They were like, Ooh. you guys are really good together. You should have your own show or you should do this and da, da, da. I was like, I will. Yes, I'll, we should have our own show. I'll, I wonder, I wonder how we can do that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm talking to people about it. I'm trying, you guys. I've, you know, we're yes. going to be, we're going to be the new card talk. Let's that's, do that. That's what we're going to be one of these days. Uh, thank you also to my engineer, Liz Smith, and to our sponsor, the Wisconsin Cheese Marketing Board. Today's music was provided by Rectech. And if you like what you heard today, please consider subscribing on iTunes, leaving a rating, and telling all of your pals about this bizarro little cleaning show that you love so very, very much. And of course, thank you to you, my listeners. I'm Jolie Care, and this has been Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org you can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the itunes store by searching heritage radio network you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at heritage underscore radio you can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org heritage radio network is a 501c3 nonprofit. to donate and become a member visit our website today thanks for listening What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.